Welcome to the Can I Steal You for a Second podcast, a Bachelor podcast, and part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Hey, everybody. We made it to the end of Katie's season. The proposal and engagement that we have been teased all season long. We got to see it unfold before our very eyes at last. And I am so excited for you guys to join us as we dissect everything from Katie's kind of lackluster season finale. Mm -hmm. However, we're going to get into all the details. Greg, Blake, don't forget about Justin as forgettable as he was. (laughs) Natalie Zamora is here. I'm Ashley Young. And we have a lot to talk about. But before we dive into it, we got to shout out our friends over at Manscaped because they got you covered with their brand new lawnmower 4.0. You can join the 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping using our code FANSIDED20. Yeah, and like Ashley said, that's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com for a clean infinity and beyond your space balls. Well, thank you. Just, Just do it. Just do it. We're on a space theme. I love it. Out of this world. Uh, we did it. We made it through the season. I Another pandemic season in the books. Mm-hmm. Another, we're doing this on Zoom. We're not recording in the studio. We're not doing hometowns. <laughs> like, I can't believe we're talking about another season finale in a pandemic. How do you feel about everything? Yeah, I, I think I'm pretty indifferent at this point. Um, I did enjoy the season, to be honest. I really do like Katie, and I think it was fun, and I liked some of the guys. But, you know, we kind of all knew what was going to happen. Our episode last night was three hours long, which no one enjoys. I'm sorry. Um, I enjoy the show, and I can't watch three hours of it. So, yeah, it, it was a lot, but I'm kind of just relieved it's over and ready for the next one. Yeah, like we said, we're we're itching for paradise. We need a yeah. little change of scenery, I feel like. And I'm with you. Like the world is so like I'm depleted by like the news in the world. It's a mm-hmm. nice escape. Um, but we knew how the season was gonna end. It was like, all right, rip the band-aid off. Um, and it was it like you said, I enjoyed the season. I thought it was a great cast, just amount like the right amount of drama and you know, friendships in the house. It mm-hmm. gave me everything I needed. But we know a three-hour finale is coming, and every time <laughs> I'm annoyed by it. I'm like, can we fast forward? Uh, I'm a cable cutter, so watching something on cable is just, like, pure torture for me. Same. I hate it. And I was actually excited going into the episode, but once it kind of started and you saw where it was going, kind of nowhere, um, yeah, it, it was too much. It was definitely – they could have done two hours. For sure. Easy, easy. It was another episode where 10 minutes in, you're like, we must be near the end. (laughs) You know, uh, a a fleeting moment, I guess, too, is is Justin, who seems like a wonderful guy. Yeah. Should not have been in the final two. And Katie really just sent him packing, no hesitation. (laughs) And my heart broke for him because he was so gracious about his exit. Yeah, I know. I agree. When she was, I'm glad that she sent him, sent him home early. Like there would be absolutely no point to meet the parents and everything like that. Um, but yeah, I did. I kind of, I felt bad for him, but also it was kind of like, I felt like he felt like, why am I still here? Like, obviously I'm not going to win this thing. I think it seemed pretty obvious to even him. So 
he was obviously upset, but he'll be fine. That's what I, I <laughs> it's so hard to like actually be upset when I'm like, okay, now you have an Instagram following. Mm-hmm. You're already hot. Like that's not something yeah. you gain being on the show. So I'm sure their DMs are, it's like, you know, fishing for whatever you want. I'm sure you can find it in your inbox. So shout out Justin, our heartbroken soldier, but he'll be just fine. So a fleeting moment of the three hours in this episode. But I got to say the the person that stole the show, in my humble opinion, in the finale was Katie's Aunt Lindsay. Yes. I don't care about the fantasy suite. I don't care about the overnight, whatever. Blake, you're cool. It's meeting the families that I live for because they didn't sign up to be reality stars. Yeah. You never know what you're going to get out of the family visit. And Aunt Lindsay, did she come in too hot? Am I giving her too much credit? <laughs> I adored her. I thought she was hilarious. And I also thought she was coming in too hot. I also thought it was just so funny how when Katie was talking to Blake about her family, he was she was kind of like, they're just casual. They're cool. Like, you know, and they get there and her aunt is not cool I'm sorry um she came in there guns blazing but it was hilarious and you know it does make sense if your you know relative that you're close with is like I'm gonna get engaged after a month you know that's you need to ask some questions so I thought it was a highlight of the episode truly she was so funny and I don't think Blake I think what I find charming in Blake is also what makes him like not an easy sell I kind of like that he's a little like aloof, like kind of head in the clouds, goofy guy. Mm-hmm. But when they're the, you go to meet your potential fiance's family, you got to have your spiel worked out a little better. Yeah. Like he came in was like too transparent. He's like, well, I'm unemployed right now. Like, yeah. I want to move to Africa. And I just like, oh my God, buddy, you lie. You, I say this on the podcast every week, lie. I mm-hmm. preach honesty, but dude, you got to lie. Don't tell them you're unemployed and want to move to Africa and you live in Canada and Katie's in Seattle or wherever. It was like, buddy, what are you doing? And he came in way too honest. I know. And I feel like they like, I'm unemployed and like, I want to go move to Africa. It seemed like it was like, okay, did Katie even know any of this stuff? Because they obviously haven't talked about it as evidenced by her family being like, what are you doing after this? And they're like, I don't know. We'll figure it out. It's like, no, it's not how it works. Even Katie, though, she was yeah. like, I know these are really big things and we <laughs> probably should have talked about them, but we'll figure it out. And I was like, girl, I need whatever you're taking. I love that. <laughs> like, I'm a planner. I like structure. I need to know what's up. And I would love to just go through life with that mentality. But I'm like, these are big decisions and you mix in like a pandemic and closed borders and a scarce job market. I'm sure you guys will be fine living your influencer life, but (laughs) just the logistics of moving. I'm like, what are you doing? Maybe you should just have a quick 20 minute chat. Yeah. And cause it's like, you never know when you live that far away, you could get engaged and then each of the people could be like, Oh, I'm not moving. I thought you would have moved. It's like, you kind of need to figure that out before you're going to be like, we're going to spend the rest of our lives together especially because he was the last one there. So it was like, obviously this is going to happen. So might as well just talk about it now. Like, hello. Yeah. So the, the figure it out felt a little naive, but Mm -hmm. I'm confident they will. I've been team Blake for a very long time. (laughs) Um, 
I, especially after last week and just seeing how things went down with Greg. Mm -hmm. So I'm happy that they can finally, you know, share with the world that they're engaged. I think they're both um, a little older and a little goofy and it works and I'm excited for them. But the lack of plans did spook me. I was so (laughs) confident. I was so confident. And then, like you said, you need to have these figured out because people like to assume that the other person is going to take their side, right? Mm-hmm. No one wants to be the one sacrificing things. So I'm a little skeptical, but she made it sound like based on her Instagram posts as well. Like she's moving to Canada with that birthday post. Did you see yeah. that? Yeah, I saw that. And she also, I think it was either her mom or her aunt she was telling. And she said, you know, like, if he wants me to move to Canada, I will. And I was like, wow. Okay. So I guess like you, I guess you will figure it out if you're just going to say, yeah, let's do it. But yeah, interesting. I'm definitely rooting for them. It just is a little scary. It's like, all right, you're uprooting your life. What if you hate Canada? Like, I doubt you will, but it's, you know, you're going to live with the person for the first time in a different place. Like, I don't know. It's It would be scary to me. Yeah, it's scary. And the thought of being, you know, it's like you're in a bubble mm-hmm. with producers and cameras and you're kind of alone. I mean, they've probably been together for a while now at this point, but especially if things are like getting locked down again, you're just trapped in the house with this new guy and people's true colors come out. I think in the past year, just in real life, I've seen either one side of the spectrum where people like fell hard and fell fast and they're engaged and having kids since March, 2020 Uh or people got stuck inside and were like, I can never live with this person the rest of my life. There's no in between. I know. I even like celebrities. There are so many big celebrity breakups since, yeah, March 2020. And it's like, uh, I don't know. But like I said, I am rooting for them. I think that they're really cute together. And I'm happy that, you know, they both seem happy, even though I'm still a little like, eh, is she happy because of all of the Greg stuff? Oh my God. I... She's still angry as hell. So I don't know. I'm still working through my thoughts on that one. (laughs) I really am because there's so much to talk about. It definitely was the drama everyone tuned in for, you know, we're supposed to be, like you said, we're happy for them. They're cute together. We're supposed to be celebrating an engagement. And we have the Greg drama. He was like America's sweetheart. My timeline has been a cesspool of toxicity the past like week with people defending Greg and, you know, what he said to Katie. And I came in guns blazing last week. You know, I didn't like how he talked to her. I thought he was being manipulative. And I felt like I was the minority. And I didn't realize that (laughs) till I saw the timeline this week. So now that we've had time to kind of process the original blow up and Mm -hmm. the, the finale, how do you interpret the Greg, Katie, miscommunication we'll call it I still don't know like I'm so torn I think he was being like a complete jerk to her um but I don't think he necessarily did anything that like I don't know he was being a jerk his feelings made sense I understand why he was feeling like so terrible and you know we've talked week after week saying how insecure he is so that's definitely you know what happened he was acting on his insecurities but I just didn't think it was as big of a deal as, you know, Katie or other people did. Obviously, Katie was there. So it's a big deal to her. But I don't know. I feel like I would just be like, all right, you didn't want to be here. See ya, like, whatever. And she's happy with Blake. So 
I was just very surprised by her anger about the situation. I don't know. I get like you made the perfect point. <laughs> she's there. Yeah. So obviously she's more invested and we're only yeah. seeing what's been produced. So I recognize that. It's such a good point. I think that my issue with his dispute is yes, he was he was hurting, he was insecure, whatever, whatever, right? But just because Katie filled a hole in your heart doesn't mean she's mm-hmm. like required to feel the same way that you do. Like people move at their own pace people heal on their own timelines and you know I think Katie was looking for a fiance and Greg was looking for like a partner mm-hmm. and it's two very different relationship dynamics so I don't think it was ever going to work and yeah. like you said she's very fired up and I was cringing like watching I, Katie I was on your side I was on your side and the I don't think Katie's a mean girl so when they have her come in with like this chip on her shoulder it just feels so cringy and it's not authentic so she's like ripping him a new one at the finale and he's doing his also fake like I'm sorry that I made you you know I'm no Meryl Streep yeah that was terrible like your whispering is fake your mean girl (laughs) stick is fake like both of you seem like wonderful people if you could just like hit the mark what is going on it was so hard to watch that yeah it was really really hard to watch and I just feel like I mean I I like Katie I I liked her the whole season but I don't know she just seemed like she's still in love with him and is just angry that he left because why would you act that way it was it was so much more aggressive than I was expecting and I feel like too I've like listened to some interviews she's done you know since the season started and she seemed really really angry about the ending and I'm like dude, you got engaged. You're in love. You know, if you were really in love, wouldn't you not even care about anyone else? I'd be like, yeah, like, I don't, I don't regret anything. Live and learn, whatever. It's fine. And no, that was not her, her stance at all. You know, like I always say, Natalie, you are a better person than I am. You're (laughs) very kind. And I'm with you. In in my fantasy world where I'm the bigger person, a hundred percent of the time, I'm too prideful. I would t- take that. I'll be, I'll be damned if I let someone know I'm heartbroken, right? Yeah. Like I'm not going to go on TV <laughs> and let someone know I'm hurting. That's my ego. <laughs> but internally, I do get, I think what people are forgetting when they're like, if you're so happy, why do you care? Mm-hmm. Hurting and being bitter about how someone treated you is not mutually exclusive from like being happy. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important to point out the distinction like, your relationship with one person should not be affected by your dynamic with someone else. So if someone hurt you, that's your beef with them. Mm -hmm. And if she can be happy with Blake and appreciate that relationship as messy as it sounds, because Greg and Blake know each other. (laughs) Like I don't think it's totally wrong that she has like, you know, these very recent, they're very recent, Mm -hmm. Uh, feelings towards her ex and a messy breakup those feelings don't just get swept under the rug once you fall in love and like get engaged in a perfect reality where like you don't date your ex and your fiance at the same time I'm sure there's like a cleaner break but she's basically grieving who she thought she was going to marry and also Mm -hmm. getting engaged at the same time so yeah it's weird you know I think everyone crucifying her like if you're so happy you wouldn't act like this 
everyone chill chill <laughs> or if you can confidently break it off clean with an ex and not be bitter like let me know how you did it that's <laughs> that's like one in a million I have a friend like that I've never been heartbroken you just break up it's no big deal I'm like no. you are an anomaly you're an anomaly <laughs> yeah so I think everyone needs to be a little more patient with Katie that she essentially is experiencing that breakup as she's experiencing an engagement. And that's not typical for those timelines to overlap. So yeah, would I go on TV? No, <laughs> I got an ego to protect, but I can understand how she's working through these things. Yeah, it's a good point. And she also probably is still like grouping Michael in with Greg as well, because I'm sure she's still heartbroken over that. She's probably a little bit mad about that. Not at him, but just, you know, the situation. So I think like she even last night to Blake, she kept talking about, you know, Greg and Michael left. And it's like those were definitely two people she really wanted to go to the end. So I don't know. And yeah, that's why I was also like we knew they were going to get engaged in the end. Right. But it was so hard for me to understand how if she was just broken up with, with from Greg. I don't know, like maybe some more time would have would have helped. But that's just me. <laughs> yeah. I don't like, know the, the podcast I don't know just, yeah. just me. I'm with you though because it's not like we haven't seen seasons end in not a proposal mm-hmm. like literally Matt James was like hey I'm not ready for a proposal that's something that's very serious to me let's pump the brakes let's date yeah and that's a whole nother storyline yeah. <laughs> but we just saw that last season you know so yeah I'm with you it's if I was Blake, I'd be kind of like, I love you, but I need to know that I'm not your choice by default. Mm-hmm. Where that's what it seemed like. Greg, Michael A, they were front runners for like the whole country. Everyone was in love with them. So I've liked Blake from the get go, mm-hmm. but I know that's not like the most popular opinion. <laughs> and if I were him, I think I'd need a little more security knowing that there were some other front runners that I was maybe neck and neck with. Like, would you have picked me given the three choices? I know. I don't think so. I don't think so. I really don't know. And what was also when he was looking at the rings with Tasha, and then it made, he made it seem like he didn't want to propose. And then he went and proposed. I was very confused about that. I thought he was going to like make a bigger deal that he was looking at engagement rings with the woman he used to like date. Like why couldn't Caitlin have been there? Like why was it Tasha? Anyway, but I'm with you. His pauses, even when he went to propose, I was like, dude, you've had an entire quarantined season to like write these thoughts down and rehearse (laughs) them in a mirror. Why are you being so slow to deliver them? I really thought he wasn't going to do it. Yeah, I feel like, to be honest, I'm sure that he wants to be with Katie long term and wants to marry her and everything like that. But I feel like he might have just been pressured by, you know, the cameras, producers, everyone else. And he was probably just like, F it, I'll just do it, I guess. (laughs) Is that romance? Is that how proposals Uh, work? Someone's just like, oh, grandma's making me do it. Like, I I feel the pressure. I'm just going to do it. Yeah, because oh, he really know. seemed like so unsure of it. And it makes sense. It's like Katie just got broken up with. She's devastated. And I don't know. I just 
I don't know. It was, it was definitely rushed, but I am happy for them. It's a weird feeling. <laughs> That's just, yeah, underlined, we are happy for them. <laughs> However, it was an awkward finale and like yeah. just an awkward end to the season. Mm-hmm. The other thing, I always try to make sense of, you know, what's going on. And I'm really big on like social scripts. So like when you go to order like a coffee, mm-hmm. hi, how are you? Could I please have? Yes, you can have that. Thank you. Have a good day. Like it's so ingrained in us. I think that sometimes when people go through experiences for like the first time, it's awkward and it's clunky because they've never had that conversation before. So I think Blake is just a little dopey, but (laughs) I was kind of like, okay, how many times have you gone through a proposal before, let alone in front of cameras, whatever, whatever. So it was awkward. It was clunky. I am happy for them. Yeah, I am. I am. But Greg stole the show and- (laughs) I was the first to be like the acting rumors, whatever, like was such a stretch. Mm -hmm. He's a bad actor. And I think he was acting in that finale last night. I was cringing through the whole thing. Yeah, I I feel the same way. I'm like, if he is an actor, he's not a good one. So I don't know what this whole like thing is that people keep talking about. He's an actor. Um, He's maybe like he's being fake. Yeah, but he's definitely not an actor. He's not good. Yeah, um, like that school whatever acting school he went to stole his tuition they robbed that man they did him dirty he learned nothing he's a bad actor and it's like hallmark movie like yeah he like sighs and looks away and whispers and he's like fidgeting with his hands like everything is so calculated it's mm-hmm. so calculated yeah I'm I'm still just torn now I'm just like I have no feeling towards Greg <laughs> He annoyed me. I liked him. Then he annoyed me again. Now I don't know if he's an actor, if he's being real, if he's being genuine. It kind of is like I do. I still think Katie was aggressive, but she said, like, I don't even know if I know who you are. And I was like, yeah, honestly, that's probably what everyone's thinking right now. But yeah, honestly, same as he's like out and about in New York City. Um, that picture with Brie from yes. uh, Matt James's season. She dispelled that rumor very quickly. Um, oh, really? I didn't see that. She, yeah, she, she like put on, I mean, I saw this on TikTok and never followed up on it, everyone. <laughs> so please don't, I should do more research before I confidently <laughs> say it on a podcast. But there's this picture of them floating around. It looks like they're kind of two people or holding hands, whatever. But then I guess she put on her Instagram story, like relationship status, and she's holding um, a hand that is very clearly not Greg's. Like mm-hmm. it's not a white man's hand. So um I guess they're not a thing she shut the rumors down very quickly but now there's only one way for us to know who Greg really is and it's to do our due diligence in New York City and find him yeah and have a conversation so <laughs> let's just manifest a meet up with Greg in New York we're basically neighbors and I'm sure he's around so we'll just have to for the sake of content and the podcast do our research yeah, definitely. We'll have to find him, pretend that we want to be friends and hang out with him and then be like, actually, like we have a podcast. So <laughs> come on, just like tell your truth. Like, come on, yeah. come on and just act. It's fine. We'll take it. Yeah, it's better than therapy. It's recorded <laughs> therapy that people can listen to. Like, come on, spill your heart. When's that NDA up? Like, come on, we'll set a date, put it in the calendar. Um, it'll be interesting. It'll be really interesting to see. Um what happens next because like I'm with you that I don't know how to feel I'm kind of like indifferent mm-hmm. that charm of the you know the pasta necklace from weekend yeah. 
is so far removed from how I see him now. Mm-hmm. But like I said, my TikTok, my Twitter is people like glorifying him and people are enamored. So I don't think we've seen the last of, of Greg for sure. Yeah, it is really interesting. I keep seeing like just the both sides of it. But I also keep seeing people saying like, Greg for Bachelor. And I'm like, in what world? There, there's no way he's going no. to be the Bachelor, right? There's absolutely no way. No. I think people would riot. Like, <laughs> absolutely not. We want this bad acting, not funny. That's my biggest like ick. Oh, is yeah. When someone's painfully unfunny. And oh, Greg. So you can't cast someone, especially when you had someone like Michael A., who has an incredible storyline. He was very charming or Andrew S. Yeah. Very charming. Um, Just better for TV, like point blank. Mm -hmm. My own opinions aside, they're better for TV. (laughs) I would riot, like literally go out and protest (laughs) in the pandemic if Greg becomes The Bachelor. Like this show is canceled. Let's cast the weirdest white dude yet. No, thank you. No, thank you. I know he's so dry. It would, like you said, it would be terrible content. Um, I'm still all for Andrew S or Michael. Andrew S. I'm with you. Also, let the record. I do think Greg is like very attractive. Like I understand. (laughs) Right. Okay. Let it be known. I'm not like. I don't get it. I don't get it because his personality sucks. Mm -hmm. It's just not there. But yeah, he's he looked good in the um, finale last night looked pretty good so (laughs) good for greg you were cringy katie was just as cringy though let's not point fingers ashley so um it was a rough finale but i think it was a nice kind of bow on a wonky season um you know i still got a lot to a lot to work through personally to figure out how i felt about the season and the ending um but before we we unpack my feelings let's take a quick break and we'll be right back to talk more about katie's season So like I said, it was a nice ending. We knew how it was going to end. In a way, it was just a nice sense of relief to kind of finally get there. Mm -hmm. But I got to give it up to the Chris Harrison-less season (laughs) because I am the first to advocate that this show is stale, that they kind of stay in this routine of weird dates and the same old, same old. And it's okay to make changes. Mm -hmm. We can grow as a show. So regardless of how you felt about Chris Harrison, I think the best thing the Bachelor Nation producers could have done was to bring in a younger and more connected host. And we got two of that this season. And I just got to say, we got to give it up to these ladies because they did an awesome job. It's not easy to host. It's awkward and it's weird. And I really think that they came into their own this season. Yeah, I agree. I almost wish they had more screen time just because I love both of them. And it seemed like they became such good friends. They have such good energy. They're just so like, I mean, we love Tasha on her season. Um, it, they're both just just awesome. So I agree. I'm excited. They're both returning for Michelle's season. Um, that'll be awesome. And I just hope we get, you know, more screen time from them. They're so fun. Yeah. And the conversations with Chris Harrison, where he's like, how do you feel? No. What are you going to do? <laughs> it's so entertaining and in a way like humanizes the whole experience when it's, you know, three giggling girls like on the couch talking about these guys exiting the limo or talking about being mm-hmm. nervous. There's just, I can buy into it. And I loved seeing 
not only Katie talk with women her own age who could relate to the experience, but they could relate. To yeah. This. They've been thrown into the mix. They're not making Chris ha- Harrison's paycheck. Like <laughs> they've been through it. And I just thought it was an awesome upgrade for the season, especially when we've been robbed of like hometowns and traveling to other cities it was a much needed upgrade. So like you said, I'm so excited to see them continue to be a part of the hosting duties. Yeah, I can't wait. And I mean, I'm just thinking if I was on the show, I would never feel like confiding in Chris Harrison. Like, <laughs> I know we both are, were never attached to him. So good riddance there. But yeah, like a, a stranger of someone who's never been through it and his job is he's getting paid to host this. And, you know, that's all he does. Eh. it's weird I'm eh. sorry the last person I go to for like relationship advice is like middle-aged white man yeah like, that just doesn't on my like hierarchy of who to go for to for help who can relate to my experience like that's just not it and again regardless of how you feel about Chris Harrison he ran his course on the show it was mm-hmm. time for an upgrade and they gave us an upgrade so we got to shout them out because they did a great job um, do you think there's any other changes on the horizon or that's the biggest one we're going to get for a while? Cause I'm always like, mix it up, <laughs> do something different. That was pretty scandalous and it paid off. That's all I got to say. It paid off. Yeah. Try something else. I know. Right. Yeah. I wonder how long they would actually do it for just because they have their own lives. They're both engaged. Um, so I don't know, but We'll see how Paradise goes with the whole multiple hosts thing. That should be interesting, I guess, maybe. That's such a polite word because I don't, it's one of those (laughs) I don't get it. Yeah, same. The variety of hosts that they have gifted us, I was like, this feels like too much of a course correction. Like the, the Chris Harrison to, you know, former Bachelorette makes sense. I could meet you in the middle there. I'm like, is that? David Spade, <laughs> Lil John, like, where are we going with this? Where, where are they bachelor fanatics? And I was unaware, like, how did that come to be? What was the, I want to see the long list of people they reached out to and I how know. we got to these like final four or five, whatever it is. God, I know, you know, it was a very long list and on top it was like Beyonce, she'll do it. Right. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I feel like they were just trying to cram as many names in as possible to get people interested or to watch, but I don't know. It'll be funny. I'm sure just since paradise is so much less serious. Um, so I think it fits the vibe more, but at the same time, I don't get it either. I don't get it. I'm hyped for paradise. I think that it's a really good cast and that's probably just recency bias. Cause mm-hmm. It's everyone we've just watched on our screen as we're stuck inside the house. But I'm super excited for that. And super exciting to see where Katie and Blake go. Uh, Our dear friends, uh, Claire and Dale, just publicly celebrated one year. um, (laughs) As I thought they were, like, not together. Um, Talk about a weird relationship. One year. Right? I'm like, time has no meaning for me anymore in the pandemic era. It's... Mm -hmm bachelors there's no seasons there's no months it's bachelor season and (laughs) that is how my timelines are operating at this point in my life yeah it's also just like it's not a year you broke up and got back together but whatever (laughs) I'm big on that when people are like (laughs) celebrating six years I'm like what happened when he cheated on you and broke up for two years in college like we're just gonna 
clump that in even though you guys weren't together <laughs> like people are so confident with their I mean who cares yeah to judge <laughs> and but just I'm always funny. like am I the only one that remembers that like year and a half where he cheated on you broke your heart dated someone else and then you got back together no no one else remembers that okay cool 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 six years happy for you yeah <laughs> so anyway I'm getting off I'm derailing <laughs> over here but hyper paradise I do want to just you know this past season I don't love the resort I don't love the dates I miss the traveling but I think that the producers have definitely kind of found, come a long way from Claire and Tasha's yeah. dates in like the hotel pool um, so I thought it, overall it was a really good season. I was pleasantly surprised with it. Um, I don't know how I felt about Katie going into it. She held her own. The hosts were great. The dates were good. The cast was awesome. So I feel like I'd give it a nice like eight out of 10 if I had to rate mm. the season. Are you I, as high on it as I am? I was thinking an eight as well. Like I really enjoyed it almost every single episode, honestly. And I mean, the endings are always hit or miss. Um, so she had a 50-50 chance for it to be great or to be weird. So it was a little weird, but I'm still, you know, not unhappy with the way it ended. It's not like she really got screwed over or picked someone who was like a villain or something like that. So yeah, I enjoyed it overall. I won't watch it again or anything like that, but (laughs) it was fine. It was fine. That's all we could ask for. It's fun to come on here and complain with you. But I don't really have complaints. Like, it was a cute mm-hmm. season. I'm happy for them. That's exactly how I feel about it. And just enough drama to be entertained. Nothing too drawn out. A good cast. Um, will I be upset if Andrew S. is not The Bachelor? Yes. That yeah. might ruin Katie's season. I'm bumping it down to a four, just to spite <laughs> the producers. But do we think it's in the cards? Or am I... You got to talk me off my la la land if I'm just <laughs> daydreaming over here. No, I really think that he's like the front runner right now. Everyone loves him. Um, you know, great personality, so fun, outgoing, would be a really entertaining lead. Um, and, you know, he had a good exit. He had like a bachelor exit of, you know, I want to be someone's first choice. So I'm sure we're going to be seeing that footage again in the trailers for the bachelor i really hope so i i feel like they're already working on the edit right like you said it's the perfect commercial like yeah i can see it on good morning america now they like are teasing tomorrow at 7 a.m we're announcing the next bachelor and i can see it i can see it clear as day um he set himself up for incredible success so hello obvious choice but i've said obvious choice many times (laughs) in the past been dead wrong so I don't know that's what I'm hoping for I'm hoping happiness Katie and Blake Mm -hmm. a really exciting uh Bachelor in Paradise season Mm -hmm. can't forget about my girl Michelle I hope she finds love I'm hyped for her and Andrew S like you know get me through the winter when we're (laughs) locked down in New York City again (laughs) like (laughs) I think that's going to be my saving grace you know what is that that'll be like this winter right is when that yeah january or january yeah <laughs> the, the double bachelorette is throwing i know me. Throwing me. my timeline's off but i'm excited i feel like oh and greg that's the other thing i'm really excited to see what happens what's greg gonna do is greg gonna be selling like 
you know, fit Tommy T on his Instagram now? <laughs> Is he going to get cast in a Lifetime movie? <laughs> Is he just going to be down the Jersey Shore for the rest of his life? I don't know. I'm excited to see what comes with Greg Grippo next. Same. I would not be shocked if he goes on Paradise next year. That's my prediction. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I could see that. He likes the spotlight. Not good enough for a lead, but would, you know, attract some people if he was on Paradise. He is the perfect cast. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, you're so right, though. He loves the spotlight, but can't doesn't have the star power to be the lead oh mm-hmm. my god spot on bring on the chaos <laughs> we'll see or he's just gonna like start dating someone in the bachelor mix and that'll be that who knows yeah he's he's set up for life he's good he'll be golden whatever anyway any closing thoughts on katie's season natalie we've did it we survived the spoilers were true. I hate when they're yeah. not true. So oh, yeah. We were not bamboozled, led astray. We did it. We made it to the end. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm happy with it. We met a few really, really great guys. Um, Michael A., still just obsessed with Andrew S., pleased to be The Bachelor. And yeah, it, w- it was worth the watch. It was worth the watch. <laughs> Ooh, a nice 8 out of 10 rating from us uh, with the asterisk of only if Andrew S. is the next Bachelor. Don't mess it up, producers. We made wonderful changes this season. We love, you know, the diversity efforts, the adapting change. It was a good, solid season, but we have a lot on the horizon. Like I said, Bachelor in Paradise. We have Michelle's season coming up. I'm just going to say it. Andrew S's season coming up. We (laughs) hope you guys listen with us every week as we recap the episodes. Go give us a like, a subscribe, a five-star rating, because kindness is the way to go. And Natalie, that's going to do it for Katie's season. So thank you everyone for listening along. And we'll be back to talk all things Bachelor Nation as we move on with the cycle.